1: Hi, everybody, It's Russ from My Hammers 11. I hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing and hit the bell notification. Um, so you're notified, of course, <laughs> anytime we put new content on videos going up daily. Um, some days you're lucky you might get two uploads in a day as we've got so many people so many great guests wanting to talk to us, uh, including today's guest. Um, how to decide Steve Krieger. He's um, a designer, Um He's obviously got a day job, <laughs> another day job. You're gonna see his fantastic Sabutio artwork that um, that Ben Ben Shepherd put up on, on Twitter last week. Um, and I imagine he's probably got lots of orders off the back of that, hopefully. It's <laughs> Steve Hi Steve, how are you? Yeah, all right, thanks, you. Yeah, not bad, thank you. Muddling muddling through this uh, strange new world we live in but uh yeah
0: it's the new i don't know what normal was but it is the new normal it, new next, normal.
1: it started yeah. off as a as 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 interesting then it became interesting because obviously you're working from home all the time then it became yeah. sort of an annoyance and now it's just the normal now isn't it which is yeah,
0: yeah it's figuring out i guess the coming period but
1: uh, and could yeah thanks for that more. introduction though appreciate that yeah not bad not bad um as i said you know Probably, yeah, no disrespect. Probably no one heard of you until, until like, oh, Ben Ben yeah. turned up. And, like, There's nobody. I yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was, that no one knows, yeah. still knows who I am. But, um, but obviously, yeah, that must have been so cool, you know, because obviously, Ben. Yeah, it was. Not, lovely guy and, uh, yeah. Getting that through.
0: Yeah, that's right. Well, it came through, um, Ian Dale, I, like, a number of years ago, I used to write, uh, as a, a writer for West End Till I Die blog.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Um, about five or six years ago, and so I've 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 never met Ian actually, but I've been communicate with him a few times through that, uh, and was part of that writing team. And then uh, I created a bit of artwork for him and sent that to him because I know he's a massive West Ham fan, obviously. Uh, he loved it, and then he tweeted it, which triggered. Uh, he he mentioned Ben in his tweet and said, "I bet Ben would love one of these." Um, and then it kind of went from there, which was cool. So it's kind of down to Ian Dale. Thanks very much, Ian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and no, there's been, there's been loads of good up, sort of, um, comments and, and ideas and I've done one for a Guinness, pint of Guinness for someone I've working on something for like a, um, uh, rug, like, kind of a rugby concept, but also like motorsport. And so it's kind of expanded out, which is yeah, quite fun. Yeah, but, um, yeah I suppose yeah,
1: it's, it's a simple concept, isn't it? So you can apply that. You know, just Sabutio you know, is football, but why can't it be, yeah. you know, and can't it be other ones? It's a similar co- no, I think it's great. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. And he just shows the West Ham family. You know, people talk about the family, West Ham. But as you said, you've never spoken to Ian. I mean, we, we really need to be Ian. He's, yeah, he's going to be yeah. on the channel soon. Lovely guy. And, you know, that's happened to him and that's the da-da-da. And it's the same with this channel. You know, one guy knows someone else and he gets someone else's phone number and it's, it's amazing sort of the, yeah, the connections yeah, you make just because you support the same club. Um, Yeah, and I I love
0: that. And I think that's the the, the thing that I guess talking about some of the things that we will uh, This afternoon is one of the biggest things that I love about West Ham is is the community vibe of it and and I think that uh, that goes back to my early days when I was a Junior Hammer member and and we I think I still got it somewhere a little blue t-shirt with the, the old badge on it saying Junior Hammers and Herbie on it or something. I can't remember now, but it was that whole um, that whole vibe of I think opposite the ground there was this like the the members club and upstairs every now and then one game every now and then or for a period of time before the game the junior hammers would go in You the colouring sheets not I was little then but it's that kind of idea of actually it is a community vibe and that that excitement of walking up Green Street or going Mm -hmm. into the stadium and walking around to you and and that yeah, I mean, let's not get onto the whole stadium move because that's a whole episode probably for you and itself, and it or even a <laughs> series. But I think that that has definitely changed. Uh, yeah. But what's in people as people who are fans of West Ham has never that's never gone as it. And I think no,
1: no, not And I, I know, know what you mean. I remember, I remember the uh, you said the junior hammers Christmas parties as well there. Yeah. Um, and you could actually, I remember the birthday parties where you yeah. know a player would turn up. You know, you'd like, yeah, if yeah. You, you'd yeah. buy, like be a 20, you know, you, I know, like party room, like, you know, and then Peter Butler turned up at my brother's <laughs> one. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, like, could you imagine doing that now and having, like, you know, kid's yeah, yeah. party and, you know, I don't know, Fabianski walks in the door, or Anderson, yeah, you yeah. know, it would never happen. But yeah, I agree yeah, with I you. know, that that community is no, that spirit is never, I and mean, still talking to people, they still communicate with people outside you know actually ian you know i was talking to ian and he still he still calls a lot of the the owners and the people who used to work at ken's cafe and stuff like that I you like know that. And stuff yeah. like that and it's lovely because all this stuff we don't know about it all goes yeah. under the radar and that's the idea of this is uh, you know yeah. get some nice memories get some community spirit up and uh, when yeah, think, like, we all get back to the stadium and you know everyone can get back in and everyone sings bubbles that first time i think it will be nice it will be nice yeah that's yeah.
0: What I, it, think. Yeah, I think it'll be more than nice Russ. i think yeah. it'll be enjoyable and fun and yeah i remember there was um i think it was like a, a summer day they did up at um Chablis, uh, when i was a kid and for, for junior hammers i remember yeah. going i can't remember who the goalie was now um, but that i remember scoring a penalty against uh, whoever <laughs> was in goal i was only about 7 i think um but I, I loved it and i won this little kind of tiny plastic cup thing yeah. that I've, I've probably still got it somewhere at my parents house um, but that vibe and you'd go into like the the sort of like a sports hall thing it was all astro fake yeah, astro yeah. stuff there and and uh and just this it was it's a bit like you know when they do the the women's team um and they're they're obviously building that up and trying to continue to expand yeah. that and that they're doing a lot of Events around
1: that, to get yeah, like younger, the fun days and the stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fun days and
0: it was that sort of idea, and I, I loved it. I loved it as yeah. a kid, and it, and it felt much more than like just a football club. It was possibly that phrase might even be what Nobes talks about on his, um, I think the final game up in Park when he did yeah. his little speech, he, he yeah, talked yeah. about his family, didn't it? It's not, it's more than a football club, and I think it is. I think he's yeah, right. No, and, I agree. Um, and it's and there's not many clubs like that. So no. many players come in, don't they? And, and then when they talk about their history of pl- clubs they've played for and the, the fans and the, the environment that they felt mm. like a family. So often it's West Ham, the one that yeah, they talk it's
1: about. It's true. It's true. You think about it, particularly, you know, in, in this, in this world we live in at the moment, you know, when you have people like, you know, Di Canio and, and people like that. And, you know, guys who weren't from round, round here, so to speak, um, you know, people like Alvin Martin, I call, I call them the adopted cockneys. So you've got Alvin mm-hmm. Martin and ginger Pele and people like that who still talk so high. even David Cross who read it on the channel uh, a day or so ago, you know, yeah. I'd, I'd finish the interview. And I said, right, Dave, yeah, you know, I don't know I take any more time. He said, oh, actually, can I talk for another 15 minutes about the fans? And literally, that's all we were to talk about was how he was accepted, yeah. how he loved the fans. So I had to do sort of, you know, and finally, <laughs> just, to, just <laughs> and to take excellent. it all again for him. But, it, but it's true, it's so true. And, I, and he said, yeah. it's the community, it's, it's going down Green Street, it's, you know, the, the, the two for a pound pick and mix man, it's, you know, it's yeah, the big man, yeah. it was Ken's Cafe, it was the smells coming out. Um, yeah. And you do miss that. You do lose that. Um, and, and I think it's it's sad in that respect. But for the new gener, the new generation of fans that are coming through, you know, your daughters, my daughters, and people like that, they won't have that experience, that that knowledge. It will be all about the magnitude of you know a sixty thousand stadium and you know stuff yeah. like that. But it's it's, it's unfortunately yeah. the way football goes, isn't it? You know, all these yeah. all these stadiums get you know. I mean, that, that was like why. I always preferred Cardiff to Wembley because Cardiff you know Millennium Stadium was bang in the middle of Cardiff and Mm. you got that sense of excitement. Wembley is so sterile and the newer grounds are because they're so big; they have to be built in these sort of industrial estate places. Yeah, just yeah. again, it's just anyway, anyway. So, yeah, you know, we've we, we started. We, <laughs> we put the world to right. Don't worry, don't worry, Steve. We put the world to right. That's the idea of this because it's true. Because I think you know your earliest memories. You know, we don't need to really ask that question really because it is about having it is that, that sort of junior hammers. You know, doing the little coloring in clearly to put you in a good stead for the rest of your career. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's that's I mean, what started my, my you. Very,
0: I think my very first memory of actual experience with West Ham, uh mm-hmm. my dad has bought my my dad has been a West or most of my family actually going back as far as I can remember, I've been a West Ham fan for yeah. for generations. And so I think um it's sort of just I grew into that, I suppose. I had no option. Um but also I'm pleased about that, of course. But I think well yeah, one of my early ones was um I think it's before I became a junior hammer member, but um, friend of our friend of my dad's had a season ticket, and he uh, managed to get hold of a couple of extra tickets to West Ham Barnsley. Uh, and his seat was in the the chicken run, I think. But he had a chance to get—I don't know how the tickets worked back then, because I was only about seven or eight. But it, it, he had a chance to get a, a couple of extra tickets, but he managed yeah. to get them right next to him. I don't know how he spots them. around. But... <laughs> But uh, we, we, uh, me and my dad went with this guy Martin, and uh, it's the first ever game I've been to, generally, I think, let alone West Ham. Um, and I was about seven or eight from memory, and we were losing two nil at half time. Uh, and then, and I wasn't really a fan of any team at this point, Mm -hmm. I just knew West Ham was down the road. I grew up in East Ham. Um, and I think, uh, I can't remember who scored, but we then won. It might have been McAvenney, actually, but we then won three two at the end of the game, and it was like a last few minutes we scored the winner uh and i was like oh, i'm a west ham fan that's, that's it, is it that's, that's it the guts. look <laughs> at that look what they just did and i think the whole experience of being at west ham yeah. and, and go, walking i going with my dad as well who i knew was a, a big fan and this guy martin who had the season ticket and he was shouting his head off all game but it was fun it was engaging it was mm. i'd never experienced anything like it and no. i think that is probably my first actual experience of, of a proper, certainly a proper football match but yeah, yeah. West Ham was then in me and,
1: yeah and exactly ended. exactly and then obviously since then until now any other sort of fond memories that stick out which you know you know, which
0: yeah well, I, I grew up like I say in East Ham and then yeah uh yeah. I went to secondary school in in Romford next door to the ground so at Chapel Leaf um yeah okay so you probably know okay. the school as well but <laughs> yeah years, years ago this was actually but obviously um but yeah so at lunchtime year 10s and upwards would get a lunchtime pass and you yeah kind of go lunch and obviously before or after school we'd nip in round to the ground because you could you, i assume you probably can't really do that now rush green just hang out like by the fence and we'd watch the players play and then we'd wait in the car park for them to come out and get loads of signatures and that. i've still got a little book somewhere with george paris and slater and all these different um, trevor morley and uh, frank lampard senior junior uh, all the all the Players that were on then, and I remember there was one time um, me and my mates were in year eleven, and we went, uh, and Harry was manager. I read now and uh, we went there and had a. Uh, I can't remember what player we were waiting for. He'd never come out. We always missed him. He was always last out. I honestly can't remember who it was, um, but he probably because we never saw him. But we were waiting there, and Harry came out, and it was way beyond the time we needed to go back for school. Yeah. And he went, boys, what are you still doing here? I was, oh, we're waiting for whatever player it was so come on he's gonna be ages come on i'll drive you back <laughs> so we jumped in the back of his mercedes he drove us up the road about about 400 yards to our school <laughs> dropped went into car park dropped us off and i loved it and it, oh, i think funny. that it goes back to some of the things we were just saying about that kind of family vibe that but also that's harry isn't it it's the sort of yeah. thing you do but, um yeah i love it and that when my i think when he was on um whatever that get me out of wow. here program recently my my daughters were watching it and they obviously love that sort. Of, TV. Yes, yeah. And uh I was like,
1: ah, oh, that's how I read that I didn't oh, he was
0: on And
1: I told him the story.
0: Was, yeah. nah, no, no dad.
1: Whatever. Yeah. And then you're the coolest yeah. dad for about for about three weeks. Yeah, yeah. or less, yeah.
0: probably. But yeah. No, that was definitely uh, that was a good good memory. But yeah, loads of memories of being at West Ham, of and yeah. different games. And I think for me the uh I was at the game, the Wolves game, the first home game after Bobby Moore mm. died. Um and just the emotion that was there was insane. Like, the, and I've never seen Bobby Orr play. No, um, I'm not that lucky and and not that old. But just that, I knew. Obviously, I knew all about him, and yeah. I knew uh, I know even more uh, since then. And I think, yeah, right. just that that whole uh, experience on that day, and then going yeah. to the gate either side of the game and stuff, was just incredible I mm. think that as a memory and as a point in my fan life as West Ham was was insane yeah
1: just yeah. You know. yeah exactly and as you said you know obviously you weren't around to see Bobby play and that's sort of <laughs> weird segue is why it is why I started this idea um was yeah I mean I think it was I don't know one one Saturday I was looking at Wikipedia and there was an article about a you know, West Ham, had did a, the club had done a survey in 2003, I think of 500 fans okay. asking about their dream 11. And I was like, well, yeah. my dream 11 is going to be Bobby Moore, because as you said, I know about the memories and I know about Phil Park and Jeff yeah. Hurst and Brooklyn, but I never saw any of them. So I thought they must, you know, that's, I'm not, you know, I'm almost, almost 40, you know, so, there must be lots of people either side. He, he want to, you know, do that again. So that's the idea of this yeah. and the whole idea. And it just took off a little bit, which yeah. is lovely. Um, so, in terms of your, you know, as I said, we're doing this 11. You know, as I said we try and keep it to a four four two. 4 yep. um, We try, obviously, it's your 11. You talk about who the hell you want to talk about. Um, but you have to be in line to a scene and play you so obviously wow. preference. So, we, we wouldn't be able to put Bobby Moore in, but we could put in Gary wow. Breen you know seems a fair swap but yeah yeah he <laughs> yeah. didn't put him in but
0: yeah. oh so in, in case,
1: spoiler spoiler alert guys <laughs> so so in terms of in terms of the steve 11 who would we go between the sticks who's going to be your your number one
0: well I, I thought about this quite a bit uh there was someone that in my head came out straight away i was like Scott, I've, I've got to put him and uh and actually what am i picking the players for because i think what you said i'd oh, go for a theme if you want come up with whatever you want yeah, yeah. so for me i've gone for the people that impressed me about not necessarily how good they were but made me feel like they just wanted to play all the time yeah. or the character they were as a person yeah or the incredible uh ability they had that then inspired the whole ground because that for me being at west end particularly the old stadium mm. the vibe that you get when the crowd is going for it is insane yeah there is nothing like it i can't i can't really describe it to anyone who's never been there or experienced it so when you kind of get some of these players on my team yeah hopefully that sort of relates a little bit but so for me i was going to go fabian C's. i think he's probably one of the best goalies we've had for a long time in terms of that Uh, but i've gone for ludo because actually for him uh for me in that era i put mcclosco on i think it, it that when i was growing up when i was kind of uh, starting to properly get into West Ham he was in the sticks and yeah uh, just the character of him and it, obviously he's good good goalie as well and I, I think his personality as well and I think I must have seen him at one or two of those events I talked about.
1: He would have been he would have been at those things you know because yeah, he's he's such, a, good guy, think, he's such he? a nice guy and that's what comes across you know obviously you know same as you, you know you've had your experience with Harry you know yeah. a lot of people have had experiences with Ludo which have being really nice to listen to and categorize, you know, I always go back to, um, German Holt, you know, in the sweet, the, um, Scandinavian hammers, um, in that he, they did a, like an event, which they always do, but it was at the old ground when that when yeah. that, they staying at the hotel, basically at the, at the old ground. And, and Ludo said he would turn up. Um, and they had a play and there was a player's lunch that or players' evening dinner, something like that. Ludo left early to drive back to the ground and spent, three hours with everyone you know and i mean he lived in probably chigwell or something like that because that's where he's <laughs> staying to school so you know so you know fair
0: play yeah, yeah, yeah. to
1: him you know what i mean it's like he doesn't have to give that time and he always seemed to give time um yes, yeah he's 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 he was kind enough to to say he doesn't really do interviews very often or doesn't speak very well english in terms of these, so he won't okay. be on the channel for the time being so <laughs> but it was, again he was nice enough to be polite, you know what i mean yeah, you know, Celavi, but you know, it's a trouble when you live so much so close to Moscow, you know. It's like, um, yeah. okay, so put Ludo between his sticks. Let's go yeah. for, for left back, Steve. Have you got left back?
0: Uh, left back was a uh, straight in for me. Yeah. I think we've had some good left backs over the years, um, probably more left back than right back. We'll get on to mm. that in a minute. Yeah, um, I think I struggled a bit there, but left back for me was was straight in Julian Dix, yeah, easily yeah. for my uh, viewing of different left backs that we've had, they've all been different and different quality for different reasons. But Dixie was yeah, just insanely talented. No, not so much talented, insanely uh, West Ham. He, yeah. he just w- was a nutter. Yeah. Um, hence his name, obviously, Terminator. Yeah. But one of my favourites, uh, I can't remember what game it was, favourite um, moments was when he went, I think he had two penalties in a game. Um, and the first one, he, he absolutely hammered it. And then the second one, um, I think he he was gonna, I can't remember what he did, but he absolutely hammered it again. But he, he sort of did some weird run up or maybe yeah. a pause. I can't remember. And we were all laughing and cheering when it went in. It, it was yeah. I think that the way that he took penalties that the, he's no nonsense tackling. Yeah, um, just the, he got the fans going. It was brilliant.
1: Yeah, and as you said, you talking about you talking about sort of galvanising elevens. You know, he would be your yeah. left back because he could galvanise the whole team, and the and all you know up to about another thirty six thousand people with a a Julian tackle or a, actually a thirty five yard pig into the corner. Yeah, yeah, it was a great shout. I think that's, uh, that's nailed on Julian left back. Let's go. Let's go right back the other side then, Steve. Did you uh,
0: so yeah, like I say, I sort of, I think I struggled a little bit with this because I I don't know uh, in my head the ones that I've seen play. <laughs> I'm not, they're not, any of them have been like, oh yeah, yeah. that'd be easy in my top uh, 11 for right back. So uh, like I said at the start, I started to go through who have I seen play and who sort of made me memory, uh, made my memories of, of watching West Ham
1: yeah.
0: when I was younger. And I think uh for me i've gone steve potts for right back yeah um i know he's more i think he played center back a lot more than he did right back but i know he played right back a little yeah, while did. um but the other one i had there was i think he was right back. It was tim breaker i yeah. was gonna go for one point because i think um but he sort of came a close second i think i don't think he was i don't think to, i don't remember tim Breaker being super talented as a defender but he was pretty consistent and pretty yeah um solid and standard and seemed to be regularly on the team sheet and whenever uh, and again i was quite young then i wasn't really into tactics or anything but (laughs) but he was someone i remember um always typically playing on a saturday and um and was yeah yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah no Potts is great yeah i mean tim i mean i've i've got a newfound respect for him having sort of you know Net, there's nothing on netflix at the moment you know nothing so so i've been watching the end of season reviews that robert Banks okay, put up on youtube yeah. and um yeah because i think tim was sort of my era you know 90, i started in 92 93 the season we went up um yeah. and watching him again he was actually quite a good player you know i've got a newfound respect for him going forward he was quite you know quite progressive in that review i think yeah, you know yeah, usually yeah, not apart from julian fullbacks were quite they were defenders, really, weren't they? Where now, yeah. thanks to Klopp and, you know, Guardiola, they have to be, you know, yeah, yeah, almost a you know a second a winger. Done. So, yeah, yeah, no, but Potsy, yeah, Mr. West Ham, Mr. Reliable, uh, obviously yeah. still still with the club. And, um, yeah, yeah, great shout. And, obviously, you know, he won Hammer of the Year a couple of times as well, um, which is, again, yeah. shows, you know, the the people who win the Hammer of the Year and the people who get runners-up for Hammers of the Year, they're the ones who are, like you know, the fans, obviously, are the ones who who vote for it. So they that yeah. gives me a new you know, looking at people that I wasn't around to see, you see how often they were winners or runners up a ham of the year. Yeah, yeah all right. They they're they know what they're fucking doing. Okay, right, we'll put potsy right back. Let's go for your first centre back, then Steve. Uh first centre back for me that
0: was straight on to be honest. Um he got better and better after he we left West Ham. Um and obviously as we all know, became one of the I think one of the country's best defenders was Rio. Yeah. I put Rio Ferdinand in. Um and I don't think I really hesitated on that at all. I think no. he he was I remember seeing him play um against England. Oh for England, sorry, um against Saudi Arabia at Wembley. And um it was quite early on his England career. And Anton, I remember we waited afterwards for some signatures, and Anton was hanging around as this little kid, um, and it was it really looked like him. Um yeah. I thought, like, oh, must be his brother. And he wasn't he was probably, I don't know, thirteen or something at the time, yeah. Anton. Um, but I remember waiting there when he came over and did his signature and stuff and he was just, he was tall and but a really nice guy as well and uh, but yeah he was, there was something about him that I think at the time people were spouting out the new Bobby Moore, all that sort of mm. stuff which kind of happens, Declan Rice-esque, happens to all the players that seem to be relatively good at tackling and <laughs> yeah. then getting up you with can, the ball can and passing pass, yeah, oh, exactly. you know, Bobby
1: Moore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But, it, but he was super super talented i think you know, yeah and obviously as we all got back better and, and stronger and more uh and, and grew into his own i think but yeah but for yeah. someone i think as, as far as i'm aware he started as a striker as well so for someone think, that's
1: yeah
0: fun, yeah i think he yeah he was he was easily on my center back. but again
1: you know it shows you know a ball playing you know good players can play anywhere can't they you know and as you said yeah, yeah. he could easily have played anywhere in that team and, and yeah. performed well, you know. You know, he was it was quick. You know, I think I think some. I think I think he came on. You know, he came on definitely as it was started. You know, his career as a striker, I think, and was a right back or right. You know, and then he sort of it was sort of moved a yeah, yeah. b- bit, bit back, a bit he did Dex, get moved around a bit. Yeah, yeah. a bit. I remember Dex one doing. point. I don't know what game it was. I do remember
0: at one point he got put up front just for a last bit of the, the game. I think. I <laughs> Can't remember who that was against. Probably Harry's manager. Probably, He's yeah. Um, so he does yeah i remember that he he went up for a bit and and played up front for a few
1: minutes yeah and that's He'll like um that 4-0 or something probably yeah it's like uh yeah, who else used to do that quite a bit? ian pierce used to do that quite a bit as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. ian pierce god bless him. okay right okay who's who's um, who's really going to partner in the middle uh, so i've uh, i
0: wasn't too sure so i was going to go quite recent and then i've gone relatively recent um so for me i diop has been Solid. The yeah. has been solid last couple of seasons. Um, consistent, strong. He's quick. He's pretty good on the ball. Um, he sometimes makes silly mistakes. I think, um, but I think because I haven't seen him play as much as maybe I saw someone else play in recent yeah. seasons. And the con- the consistency when he was playing so well, and the fact that he got a last goal yeah. uh, up to I've gone Winston Reid. Yeah. Good shout. I think he's great with his head he's he reads the game well he he would have been a good good captain i think he was captain a couple of times yes, I so, yeah. But yeah i think i think winston reads uh uh it's a shame because it feels like he's sort of just disappeared into the ether and then yeah yeah
1: i don't know i don't know how it all works at the moment because you know his loan spell at the MLS, you know, is he back? Will he be coming back? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't anyone, uh, you know, yeah. anyone apart from the club knows. But I think it's a shame because, as you said, injury hampered him, which happens quite a lot, it seems, West Ham players when they start getting it does, good. Does weirdly, doesn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, always... He was.
0: He was. He, he got. He was so good. And in that last season or two, I'll come on to a similar story. I think, or opinion about one or two other players in that last season or two of Upton Park. He was just so strong, solid, consistent and, um, yeah, it's a shame, obviously injury, but also I think he just got pushed out by the reality of injury and then other players coming out. Yeah. but The obviously has just stolen that I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Read yeah. for me.
1: Yeah. I like that. Good shout. Okay. Let's, let's go into midfield and Steve, let's go, <coughs> let's go left wing. Who have you got left wing?
0: Left. I've got, um, a bit of a wizard, uh, who a lot of people obviously don't like, but I just think he's one of the best players, uh, particularly dead ball, as we know, uh, you know, who I'm going to say, uh, but I just can't
1: yeah. Vladimir, have fire yeah. in the
0: team. Fyat, he, yeah. He's just, you can't almost describe no, his you talent. See yeah. him on a good day. Um, yeah. Arrogant as anything proper out of his uh, kind of own head half the time, I think, but the talent yeah. was just, but like that goal—it was almost like a a training goal. Who, who was it? He played in Wembley. about seven players. Was that Middlesbrough? Was, was, middle was it middle
1: Middlesbrough? Spread. Yeah, at
0: London Stadium. That's it. Um, and it I just was like what? What is that? Is what? That's even that's Premier League. <laughs> that's,
1: and he went back and beat like another one something. again. That's what, that's what made me laugh. He beat three. Yeah, yeah. He beat another two. It's just like, just peeing in the net. But, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah, I think Payet, for me, was was an obvious, um, yeah, for, for just, and like I said at the start, for the players that, me for me, have either impressed, like, yeah, you make me love West Ham even more, which I yeah. think he did when he was on it, as well as actually the way they play. was like, yeah. this is this is exciting. He was this box is, office, yeah, it? he really he? He really was. When he gets the ball, before he's even done much. And that, that was, yeah, and obviously then the whole... I remember seeing a little video at the end of a um, uh, West Ham um, awards night, and QRA was in the foyer singing We've Got players. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, as yeah. well. Funny that one. but Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's funny. That whole, he brought something else out of us. He did, um, yeah. Actually, he brought out a lot on other players, and that's what happens, isn't it? When you've got great players around you, other people get inspired. Up their game. You know, it's up, yeah. It's, 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 Definitely. It's,
1: and I mean, yeah, I, I totally get that with, with Pyatt. I mean, he's the best, uh, said, I've said before, he's the best player I've seen, technically the best player I've seen at West Ham. You know, yeah, yeah. Dikaneo, Pyatt, but I think Pyatt just because, you know, he didn't even need to get the ball and people were excited. I remember, as I yeah. said before, I remember, uh, it was, I think it was Everton we were playing. He was on the bench. He'd been injured for three or four games and we were excited because we know he was going to come on. He hadn't even touched yeah. the ball yet. And it's like, for someone yeah, to yeah, have yeah. that you know galvanizing sort of you know
0: uh effects yeah. on the team you, you, know, is, you constantly awesome. expect something yeah, to happen Yeah, or it's we're on attack and it might go over to the left and and you can see him shouting for it and nobs has gone backwards again
1: but yeah i yeah. mean yeah he's, he was one of those players it was you know and he was yeah you know, he was Stumpy old fellow, weren't he? wasn't like a yeah, yeah. wasn't svelte he wasn't like you know, a Lanzini, like a skinny little one. He was like quite a dumpy bloke, but yeah, yeah. just had this god yeah. given talent. Um, yeah, it's as like I said. A glide, you know? Rough, just, yeah exact gliding exactly there's not many players i've seen do that one of them i did see was i always remember was thierry henry in his day when they when they used to come and play us at upton park and he would literally like he was skating he yeah. was incredible but um yeah, yeah, yeah. sadly not for west ham you know we had freddie Canute, he was pretty similar in my brain. um right okay so <laughs> put piatt on the left who should we have yeah. on the right who's on the right wing then steve yeah
0: again like for me i've I've thought about uh, i Seeing Bowen play yeah. recently, obviously he's played what three or four games or before and, and, and before lockdown and that. But he he looks good. He looks yeah. really good. He looks he's hungry. He so looks excited. But it's not enough time, I think, for me to go. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. um, but he's yeah, he was uh he was on my brain a bit. But for me, I've gone for someone again, similar to reasons for the others in terms of uh the way that they make you feel as a West Ham fan when they're on their game Mm. when they do what you know they can do uh and antonio is the nuts at that he just
1: yeah Yeah, good shout
0: gives it so for me i've stuck antonio on the right there because i think he's he's not technically certainly not pyre-esque um but the effect, like you say, about Pyatt for a different reason, the effect that he can have on the impact of a game, the effect that he has on the, the crowd when he comes on, the effect he has when he's on the ball, when he's on a good game, the effect that he has on actually the opposition, straight off physically as well as that. So scared. Scare of him. Yeah, yeah, all the time. And so for me, Antonio is I think it, it fits in my top eleven for the impact player at least, yeah. even if he's back the whole game, but definitely when he comes on and we need someone like that he's he's a great
1: sub to have as well it's a rare thing to have literally blistering pace but be yeah, yeah. absolutely built you know because you yeah. think like you know quick players they tend to. you know i think you're like the Mat- matty effingtons and things like that yeah, who yeah. was like you know he's quite skinny so but he'd get pushed off you know cause he wasn't particularly built but he's built yeah. and he could do like, i don't yeah, know what his no. time for 100 is but literally is uh yeah he's no, it's a, a great
0: shot beast yeah Absolutely. Yeah, Matt, I thought about it actually, because I used to like, I, 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 in my brain, I don't know why, I was a little bit confused. Uh, I used, used to see him as West Ham's answer to Ryan Giggs. <laughs> it's the <laughs> hair,
1: the the it's brand. the hair, and I think
0: it's the, think the hair. hair. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. probably just the hair, to be honest. Hair, and they similar, yeah, I similar
0: bodies. Love yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. No, same colour hair as well. But no, hair. He, used to, he obviously had no idea near talent as Ryan Giggs, but I think that's that sort of left-wing... Um, trying to take plays on was, was what we wanted to see at West Ham and I think that's he uh, weren't going to make my 11 but um, I, yeah I did like Matty Everton.
1: yeah yeah uh, yeah it's a dying art taking on a defender I think with pace you know just like you know that's why I think Antonio is quite quite unusual you know because not a lot of people sort of knock it knock it wide and then go around you know yeah. most people try and cut inside oh, yeah, and yeah. and hit on the left off. but he always knocks it and he just runs and you know he's going to beat beat the defender yeah and as you yeah. said when he's on he his does game work,
0: I'm sure to exactly. plan that each game like, can i take on their left back yeah uh, but yeah exactly. no,
1: he's, he's good player. That's, that's good, good. shout. that's good. So there's some pace i like that right okay let's go center mid then steve who's gonna be your first center mid player
0: well for me uh i uh I couldn't not put Martin noble in
1: no.
0: um, he is Mr West Ham in every possible way. It's a bit of a cliche phrase to be honest now, but it's almost one that you can't not say.
1: That's
0: um true. so again, not as like Antonio, not as technically gifted, not as but when he's on the pitch, he he as a captain, he's probably one of the unsung heroes, I think, of, of uh of British football in terms of the influence that a captain yeah, has on his team. Yeah. Um, I think he's 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 brilliant. And it's the long. I think he's I still, think isn't, the, he the
1: longest-serving Premier League player ever now, or something like that. Now there's a, there's some stuff like, yeah, down yeah,
0: there. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's. I think he's still got another year or two in him. I think. Yeah. The last season at, at Upton Park, I was really excited. And there was calls for him to be in the England squad and everything. But last season at Upton Park, I think Piatt had the influence, but he was he just upped his game and he he seemed. I think until that point, he seemed like he was slowly on a downhill a little bit. Mm. But I think he, he's yeah, he's a brilliant leader. Um, yeah. Obviously, a lovely guy. But um, I think he's yeah, he's for me, he was easily just going to get in there. Someone, if I want someone in my team, and we're going to go and play the Arsenal select eleven or whatever, yeah, yeah. no, be in there straight off because he's going to be someone that pulls that team together. Uh, he's going to talk across it. He's going to make us all a bit more shape. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that that for me that would. That would be an easy shout.
1: You're totally right. And I think you're right in terms of saying about, you know, you know, his legs, you know, a lot of people thought he'd, he was drifting drifting off, you know, playing less, less games. And yeah. I think someone mentioned it on the, on the channel before, the emergence of Deck into the team means he didn't have to do any of the donkey work. That was Deck's job. And he could just yeah. go, you know, do what he does. And I think when he's on the, when he's in the team, people feel better than when he's not in the team because he's that leading presence, which again, which is such a, a quality, which not a lot of people have anymore. Now it's a dying quality in the game, having that sort of galvanizing Mark Noble, you know, John Terry, you know, like, you know, Kevin Nolan, that sort of like, we can do this guys you know and i think yeah,
0: you need that yeah and i think scott learned exactly
1: and i think mark learned a lot when scott was playing because they were playing together and this is how i see now yeah, yeah. with mark and deck hopefully yes. deck will carry yeah, on yeah. and and uh you know and and be that person you know when mark hangs his boots up um yeah yeah because you know he's, he's probably got about another couple of seasons it's maximally um right we put nobes in who's nobes going to partner in the middle then yeah.
0: Uh, I've gone for Joe Cole next to him. Yeah. I thought about Declan Rice because I think he's just one of the brightest, most intelligent, talented players I think I have ever seen. Rice, but I think Cole was far wasn't far off that. When I, I I feel like he could have. I read an article about Joe Cole a little while ago, and and it was something about why why did Joe Cole sort of um, just slowly disappear too early mm. uh, from the height of the game. And but I think I think Joe Cole was insanely clever as a footballer um he had he had bits of all of the players we've just talked about he had a degree of leadership he had a bit of fight about him he had super Mm -hmm. talent with the ball little tricks and flicks he tried too hard sometimes i think but um he could ping a ball really well and a bit like noble candidate every now and then and i just think he he had a a real flair about him that was all i don't really want to compare him to someone like gaza but the style of play often made me feel like that was our little yeah. East London blazer, and uh, I don't think, yeah, I don't think he's a comparison really. Uh, but I think it's that sort of style. He was, he was definitely. Uh, he's a maverick creative. player,
1: wasn't he? That's what he was, a maverick player. And yeah, I thought, you, you and wanted to see him
0: on the ball, a bit like Payette.
1: Exactly, and, and exactly what what you said about that article. I think one of the one of the reasons why people think he was, you know, didn't sort of fulfil all his potential was. He was put into he was put into positions, and I think with players like that, you know. And again, I think it was I think I was chatting. To Ian Dow, I think it was when we were talking to Ian Dow, Actually, you know, the 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 free role doesn't happen anymore now. No one's got a free role in football, you know. Like De Bruyne has to play his centre, but you know. And and I think yeah. Joe Cole in a free role would have been mustard, you know. I mean, he was always a great player and he's technically fine, but I just think it was almost like. They put shackles on him by putting him on the left, you know, for England and Chelsea. Yep. And, you know, he was best when he came on for us. Yeah, nineteen ninety, the, the FA Cup U final, you know, doing the twelves and the fight you know, uh, that's where he was good at. And that's what people paid to see. Um, but um, yeah, yeah no, that's a great shout. Great shout. And as I said, another West Ham boy in the team. Yep. I like that. It's always about the West Ham boys. Right, okay. Let's go up front then, Steve. Who's gonna be your first striker?
0: Uh so he was actually the first one I wrote down on my sheet was wow. Decanio. Yeah, sure. Right. I, I have no other things to say about that.
1: <laughs> well it's not, is it? It's was, tr- it's fair enough. Yeah. For our generation, he was you know our He was just idol
0: a, a as well. And when yeah. he when he came to us, uh I was wow. like, What what why have you bought him? And I think I sort of remember how or take it, I don't even know if we paid for him, but Harry Harry got him, didn't he? I think was it. Yeah. Did he take him from a uh, from Sheffield fan or something from I, Sheffield? I, Wendell, I don't I know. It
1: was it was literally like I think it was like if Well, it was, I think it was like a million half or minutes. It wasn't a lot at all. Okay. They wanted
0: rid of him basically. Yeah, that was it. And Harry was like, "I can fix him," type thing. And uh, I think we'll keep him in check. And and I think I I, I was, like, what are you taking this nut job on for? but he was just so talented yeah. and uh, again, a bit like Piat and, and stuff when you, when you saw a ball come over to him or when you saw him on the ball and he had his head down, he'd run and you're just like, this is like watching a magician and then yeah. suddenly the ball's flicked over there and you didn't even know how he's just done that, but it's gone the back of the net or it's gone towards someone who pings it in and he, yeah, that was, he, he was super clever, super yeah. clever
1: player. It was an entertainer, and, and you know we and West Ham fans yeah. like entertainers. Whether it's a Julian tackle or a Piet free kick, you know we don't like you know players who are middle of the road. We want people who are you know they'll have an eight out of ten one game, nine out of ten next week, a three because but yeah. you know but we know that, and it's like you know that's going to happen. And and, and is one of those. He, I mean, I I think someone I can't remember, Chris Scull or someone said you'd pay. Your season ticket just to watch him just because yep. it was just entertainment and that's what football is you know it is a sport yeah. but we pay to be entertained and and he was and he was an entertainer and, and and continues to be so now you know and that's what i love to see um yeah right who's pdc gonna partner up front then steve
0: uh, uh for me i've actually gone uh john hartson up yep. front alongside him um and i think for me i remember when he came with kitson uh and that partnership was was pretty strong, I thought. Um, yeah. I never really thought Kitson as, a, as an amazing player, really. But um, but Hartson, well, he got like tw- uh, 24, 24 he goals. He was up there. He
1: was up there that year season, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and I think, yeah, I, I gutted for him that he... Uh, I, I almost went Ashton. I think they're similar sort of players. Um, mm. But I think for me, Hartson was just... Uh, it just, again, a bit exciting. He smashed the goals in. He got regular goals and um i remember listening to uh, we didn't have um sky or anything when i was growing up or when i was a bit younger so we always listened to five live or whatever and if we weren't at the game and uh, i'd always be really excited when they cut to the west ham game because i'm waiting for them saying oh, hartson's just scored
1: yeah, <laughs> because yeah, it yeah. became
0: that kind of common thing that season it was it was really exciting so uh, yeah Hartson he was a he was a good player he was a good player
1: he was and again he'd always he was we love a tryer don't we and he, he was like he'd, he'd, he'd put it in you know and I yeah. think that's that's the whole of this team maybe Payet maybe not <laughs> but but they, they'd yeah, put in yeah. a shift wouldn't they um, De Canio obviously if you were playing at home um, but again that was a De Canio thing you know when he was away yeah he had some good away games but obviously you know anywhere north of yeah. what he'd well, do exactly what you've just done he'd go yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's what I loved about him. Like, I think, yeah, and Hartson, as you said, you know, we haven't had a prolific goal score like that for, for well, since nah, Hartson, really, but um, as you said, it's uh, it gives a nice nice finish to the team because you've got, like, a guy who's going to hold it up. Johnny would hold it up and yeah. play it off to Payet or Joe or, or PDC and yeah, there's a yeah, nice yeah, bit yeah. nice, nice team, nice team, Steve. Steve, it's been brilliant chatting to you. Yeah, I really, you. really enjoyed it. It's been really, really fun. And yeah, obviously, nice. yeah, it's been great. Thank you for coming on. I really, I know you. Everyone has been so generous with their time, but honestly, thank you. I know you're you're probably right. doing lots no of lots of orders in terms of Father's Day um at the moment. I I've imagine. got a few actually. Yeah, yeah. People yeah, yeah, can, can still get them in. Steve, free, them in. <laughs> by the time it goes out, same, Father's Day may may be very very yeah, Father's Day probably yeah. a bit late now. <laughs> Uh, anyway make- you know, just as a nice present you know for a lockdown present or whatever for your dad yeah. or for partners or, or home um, office look home office exactly look he's got it there he's got it next to the guitar i mean yeah i mean my my firm's doing a a, a sort of summer secret santa at the moment where okay. you know so it's nice to get like a present from some you know isn't it? is what it is but uh yeah. but yeah so it's, it's quite sweet but um but yeah that's it, all those types of things and obviously thank you to everyone for listening and um, like share subscribe you know what to do uh, and until next time guys take care stay safe cheers bye-bye sports social podcast network Plus.